In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. Welcome back. We missed you guys. <laughs> Where have you been? Yeah, what happened? Where'd, where'd you guys go last yeah, week? Yeah, we missed you on 4th of July. Oh, no, wait, that was us. <laughs> we were the ones that disappeared. We're actually still sitting here on the rooftop of Marriott Square Gardens in New York City on our summer vacation. Uh, where? I'm at <laughs> Madison Square Gardens. <laughs> Marriott Square Gardens. <laughs> actually, that's a lie, too. We're, yeah. we're, not, we're not in New York City. We're just hiding from the sun. Yeah. <laughs> we are back in the studio with some fresh cold beer. Yeah. Hey, check this out. Listen to this. This is, We're stealing this from the bubble. Yeah. Oh, didn't, didn't that sound good? Or if you listen to the best show, he goes. We are. We were. Uh, these were generously donated to us by uh, Jason Shepard. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, thanks, Thank Jason. You, Jason. He gave. He left us some beers at a at Broadway Wine Merchants. We've got the new Anthem OK Pills, American Pilsner. And this is a. Uh, this is a beer from Battered Boar, mm. which I love Battered Boar beers. It's called Clementine Saison. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Saison. Saison. It's a beer brewed with mandarin oranges and coriander. So if you ever look in your spice cabinet and wonder what the hell you use coriander for, well, uh, apparently you can put it in beer. It tastes pretty put good. Put it all in a big bag and take it down to Battered Boar. They'll use it. Uh, oh, you guys need to get rid of your extra coriander? I know where you can take it. <laughs> I do have just a lot of coriander lying, lying around. I, don't, I, don't I, can't, I can't ever remember making anything with coriander. So what's been going on in Oklahoma City this summer? What have we been missing out on or have we been missing out on anything? I don't think we have been missing out. I don't think we have been. Um, I mean, the, we just was coming out of 4th of July weekend, which seemed seemed like this year to just be full of all kinds was, of craziness. I yeah, mean, it was a great vacation. Yeah, so we just sort of... Mine didn't get too crazy. I spent a lot of it around a pool. Which is what you should be doing. And that was... It was badass. I didn't even get sunburned. I actually just spent yesterday out at a pool and I got sunburned. But it was, <laughs> it's funny. I've had a pretty solid farmer's tan going on for a while. And I only got sunburned where the white part of the farmer's yep. tan was. So now I'm just building up the base... This might be one of the first summers in a long time I've had like a full upper body tan going on. Yeah, what have you been doing outside? The lake. I went to the lake for a couple of days. I snuck away. You follow. Um, was at a pool yesterday. Um, of course, over the, the weeks leading up to 4th of July, I spent a bit of time outside down at the Wheeler District. Um, as you know now, if you don't know, the Ferris wheel is up and operational and, and beautiful has already become like this iconic <laughs> place where if you don't have a picture in front of those OKC mm -hmm. letters by Hugh Mead, you, you're just not an Oklahoma City resident. Did anybody, I wonder if anybody thought that those OKC letters would become as iconic and picture worthy as they've already become. This is something I've learned in my um, recent weeks working with them and with Blair and Ashley is they absolutely knew that 100%. Okay. It, was, it was planned 
from the very beginning. I mean, it's a great that. shot. You got that in the foreground of the Ferris wheel, and then you can see the Devon Tower in the, back. in the back. I mean, it, yeah. it really is, yeah, iconic. It will be the most photographed scene in Oklahoma City. Right, and that's the whole concept of, I mean, it's part of the concepts of placemaking is that you're, you're thinking about how people interact with that place right. before you build it. It's not just, ah, we got this Ferris wheel, what are we going to do? We're going to throw it on the river. No, they wanted people to interact with it. They knew people were going to come. They planned that out. They planned that shot. I mean, well, they planned it very well. You can see in the original sketches and renderings, like that was the intention, was that that scene, and they recreated it very, very well. All right, if you haven't seen it in other media, lots of other media outlets, of course, have been covering the Ferris wheel, but where is the Ferris wheel? So Ferris wheel is the north end of what is becoming the Wheeler District, which is basically where the old downtown air park was. Technically, the downtown air park is still kind of there because they haven't really done, most like where right. the wheel was built, didn't require demolition of runways or anything like that. But so it's pretty easy. I mean, it's literally just south of the river on Western. Um, if you're driving down south on Western, you cross the river. On your right, maybe a quarter mile down, is a sign that says downtown air park with an arrow. You just turn in there, and then there's some stripes on the ground that lead you in there. They've been doing the wheeler crits, um, bicycle races out there for years. Yep. So, I mean, a lot of people in the city were I love the, the continued wheel theme. Yeah, right. With the bikes uh, and the Ferris wheel. And, and the name Wheeler. <laughs> yeah, which is actually... What does that come from? I, I don't know the whole story, well, the, but I know the Wheeler Park over right. there is named after something related to Wheeler. And that was established... I know it was established in 1902. I can't tell you why I know the that. The Wheeler Park was there on the east well, side of Western? Whatever, yeah, whatever the Wheeler presence was mm -hmm. comes from 1902. So it's been there for a long time. So this is another historical person, kind of like... Uh, when you go out to the fairgrounds, there's that general Pershing, kind of these like right. seems like historical Oklahoma people that you've never really heard about, but they've got they've got some stuff named after them. Uh, here, while we're doing this, I'll I'll look up on uh, got my trusty studio iPad here. We'll do a little Wikipedia search on Wheeler, see what's out there. Rachel would probably know. Rachel, yeah, I bet Rachel Mosman from the oh, Oklahoma yeah. History Center could probably find some photographs of that area. I haven't been down there yet, but we did. We went to the summer launch party for Territory Magazine. Oh, right, yeah. And we did that. They had a little party up on the rooftop. Yep. And that rooftop has a perfectly clear shot looking south of that Ferris wheel. And that's a beautiful view of it with all the, the spiraling well, lights on it. And, and this isn't too far from another up-and-coming kind of renovated part of town, Capitol Hill, which, right. if you haven't been in that area yet either, is we went and drove through there uh, about a week ago, and I, I had actually not driven through there, and it's awesome because it, there's that one street that still kind of has this old like Main Street feel to it. Yeah, um, and that is going to be uh, kind of uh, encompassing that whole south side of the river. Yeah, you know, so we're going to have this awesome redevelopment now on both sides of the river. What's interesting is it's not the beginning of the redevelopment of the south side. Like Capitol Hill right. has been being worked on for a long time. Right. In fact, we went down there for open streets when they had it on 29th. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was really surprising to me to see renovations and universities putting in presence down there and, and different things. But what the significance some people have said of Wheeler is, is it's sort of like the the bubble of the city has now expanded. Expanded, like yeah. People considered south of the river 
generally to be eh, that's south of the river. <laughs> yeah, know? it's south side. That's not re- <laughs> yeah, it's not really. So this kind of is sort of the first step in the city pushing past that boundary, right? Which is going to be great because it's going to connect to Capitol Hill and and bring Capitol Hill into yes. into the fold and more. expose a lot of people to a part of Oklahoma City that they probably don't ever think about much in part of their daily lives to go and experience. Yeah. I, mean, I love Cap Hill. I do too. Yeah, and I missed, uh, they, ULI did a uh, taco crawl. A taco crawl? There you go. Capitol Hill. Oh my God. They have the best ago. tacos down there. And I missed out. Sorry, big truck, but the yeah. tacos down there kind of. Well, I mean, I had that same note. I was cruising down class the other day between places and was like really hungry. And I passed this taco truck that sits over off about 16. These are real taco trucks. Yeah. Well, this one is too. It, it's tacos Eloisa or I've Eloisa. never heard of it. it. It usually parks right there in that weird little gas station um, or tire shop right there, like on six to 13th in class. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's I usually, it's usually yes. just tucked in there and it's very yep. low key. And I just passed by. I saw it. I was like, ah, pulled in there. Literally one of the best tacos I've had in my, yep. my life. Like, and I had just recently eaten Big Truck, and I love I like Big Truck, but I just ate it today. Actually, there's, there's not. It's not the same. It's as not the same. Whatever those, whatever they're doing in that truck is is amazing. <clears throat> and I actually had gone. There's a. Let's see. It's on. If you're going down Robinson, um, towards Cap Hill, right before like right before Robinson and Twenty Third, um, there's a bar on the west side called the Snug Lounge. Have you? Ever heard of this place? I've For seen the snug that. bar. Yeah, I've heard. I've seen it. I don't know that I've ever paid much attention to it. They have a really cool looking sign out front, um, and so just, I went in there, and it's just this little kind of kind of shotgun dive bar, um, red brick walls, um, lots of dark wood, like a a really really awesome atmosphere. And it's the only bar I think right there on Robinson that serves liquor. They were grandfathered in with the liquor by the drink and all the other bars down that way are um, uh, beer only bars like the Red Rooster. Um, but this was an awesome, awesome little bar. They're usually pretty packed. But the night that I went in there, there was there was only like a handful of people in there. So we're just sitting there and, you know, shooting the shit with the bartender. And um, it was that was an awesome little awesome little spot. They've got a big uh, stage over in the corner where they do lots of um, heavy metal bands. <laughs> so if you want to go see some like live heavy metal, that's that's where you can go. Is over to the to the snug lounge. It's it's a really cool little spot. I think I've seen Will Harrison write about that. Well, yeah, that's so that we were talking about that. The lady goes, yeah, there's this guy named Will that comes in here from the edge all the time. And I was like, well, yeah, I, I went to high school with him. Like I know that guy pretty well. She's like, yeah, he always comes in here and writes articles about the bands that come through here and. Um, I was like, well, that's kind of a cool little connection to make there. And then, yeah, and you walk out. When I walked out of there that night, it was probably like midnight. And there's this old, I don't know, it looks like looks like some kind of like grain silo or some kind of, um, you know, mill um, grain storage place. And it's just dead quiet down there. Mm-hmm. And it's just this view of Oklahoma City that you've never seen before. It looks, you know, rather industrial, but like, yeah. like cool looking and like active industrial, you know. Um, so yeah, it's right there at Robinson in, in South, uh, Southeast 23rd. It's awesome. And that was one of the South interesting things. I was at Wheeler on actual July 4th evening. Um, they had a, that was their official grand opening. What was really amazing to me is even not up on the Ferris wheel. I mean, if you go up on the Ferris wheel, you have a great view of the city and everything, but just being in the park, it's a weird location because 
it's kind of in between a bunch of hot spots. Like from that one spot, I was able to watch like five different fireworks shows. Oh, nice, yeah. Because they got the big Bricktown fireworks show that went off. They did one, I think, down by like by the river, and then did south they do side one themselves. Wheeler, yeah, no. Um, they've got a giant hundred foot <laughs> Ferris wheel with like a hundred thousand LEDs on it. That's its own fireworks. Um, well, yeah, you made it look like fireworks yeah, at one right. point. That was awesome. Um, and then, so I mean, it was just interesting to, to be there, like in a spot where you wouldn't, like nobody. I don't. I mean, I couldn't probably tell you the last time anybody celebrated Fourth of July in that location, yeah, right? And then to be able to see, like, it's just it's a nice, interesting center hub of this city. I mean, it's it's gonna. Oh. I think it's going to be end up being a really great place. And I didn't realize that there's a bar and grill over in the Boathouse District by the Whitewater Rapids. Did you know that? There's like a little bar and grill over there now. I, I remember hearing something that there was going to be. I didn't. It didn't occur to me that it yeah. opened. Though. I, 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 I still haven't been over there since the Rapids opened. Yeah. It, I'm telling you, that, that probably really is actually going to be the coolest spot to go to in Oklahoma City. I mean, you, you can go over to the barn grill, you can do the zip line, you can do the whitewater rapids, you can get on a get on a kayak, you can do a dragon boat, you can watch boat races. I mean, everything is over there. Yeah. Well, what's awesome is, I think one of the other things we're seeing is, and we saw this at Wheeler a couple times, is there are the cruises that they do down the river. Right. And so, for the longest time, if you take what people would joke, I made this joke a couple of times, like, oh, yeah, you're going to hop on the river cruise and see, see like, I-40? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, what, what exactly is there to see along the river? I mean, outside Rock of it just banks. being an interesting experience. But now, like, the first night we were out there testing lights, a river cruise came by, and it was obvious from the, from where we were that everybody on that boat was out on the front of the boat taking pictures of nice. the Ferris wheel and stuff. Yeah. It's like... Oh, this is how this works. This how, you, yeah. you put one of these little things in that doesn't doesn't seem to make sense in the bigger picture, but then once these other puzzle pieces start falling into place, oh, now it makes sense. Yeah, there's sure there's not development along the river much right now, but there's going to be, and and now there definitely is definitely now. Yeah, and I feel like it's kind of a similar thing. We I mean we talked about the streetcar before, but I feel like that's going to be kind of the similar thing. Like people don't understand what is this actually going to solve. We need better mass transit. We need da 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 regional interconnects and all that. Like you're right, but until within that hub you can move around freely without a car, extending from that hub freely without a car doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. I mean, you might get, you know, yeah, would it be great to have like a rail line from Norman to Edmond that passes through Oklahoma City and stops at Santa Fe? Yes, that would be great. But what happens when I get off at Santa Fe coming home from Norman and I live on 23rd Street? Yeah. I'm walking the whole way. Or, okay, maybe I can cast a bus. But I have the streetcar. I can have the streetcar. So it's just interesting how these pieces start to connect. And I think that's the value of having some of these, having a city with a plan and having developers who have that foresight to say, well, what are we going to do about this? You yeah. know, one of the things I thought that was interesting about Wheeler 2, I didn't know until they literally poured the concrete, is every curb in Wheeler is mountable, meaning it's not a hard 90-degree curb like you see everywhere else in the city. It's like 20 or 30 degrees designed for bicyclists to be able to mount the curb to get up onto the sidewalk. The sidewalk that leads through the main plaza where the Ferris wheel is is wide enough to accommodate pedestrians and cyclists at the same time. Oh, nice. And it connects to the Oklahoma Trail down at the river. Does it really? Yeah, so now you can get on the trail and ride around the river, ride up through Wheeler, ride around in the air park area, ride back down, get back on the river, and it's all interconnecting. And oh, that's so badass. Yeah, it's it was really awesome, especially the other night on Tuesday when Wheeler Crit was taking place. Like 
the cyclists already kind of warm up and use the whole area, but now they were hopping up and they were going down and riding up and down the river as well. And then like coming back over and it was just really interesting to see all that like play out. I guess some now Spokey's expansion and there you go. So I haven't even been down there yet. Oh, you haven't even done that? Oh, dude, you need to go down there. <laughs> well, we, uh, I'm looking forward to, to this fall when, you know, yeah. when we yeah. have the longer nights and going yeah. down there on a cool October evening and just riding totally. that Ferris wheel around. Well, are you, yeah. I think uh, are you writing a song there. <laughs> Long October going nights. Down by the river. <laughs> riding the Ferris cool wheel. Cool October nights. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to. Well, we had the savings and loan opened up a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Right down the hallway. Yeah, just down the hallway from us. That's here. awesome. That now there's. A cocktail bar down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Well, and um, for those not aware, the Bunker Club has officially started. Yeah, it's looking good. Out. Um, I know this because they've been drilling holes through the building for the last week. And I've been coming and staring through the window every day, watching the progress. Um, but it that's so that's awesome to see oh. that's about to happen, and uh, it's just going to keep going. I mean, there's already to the point we've talked about this before, but even in the last few weeks, like we there's too much there's stuff too much. going on. Here's another cool thing that I'm looking forward to that I don't know if you guys had, had seen this or not, but uh, in Paseo, uh, you know, when you're going north on, on Walker and you take a left on 28th and you kind of go up past uh, Sauce on your right, well, right there on that corner is kind of like that old empty lot that people will park in. Mm. Um, and, you know, they're putting in a new building there that's going to include a Mexican restaurant. And then right. it was going to include something else that they were thinking was possibly going to be a coffee shop. But it's not. Have you heard what it's no. going to be? No. Do you guys not know this? No. no. It's going to be a donut shop. Yes. <laughs> it's sweet. going to be a local donut shop that's going to be open from midnight to noon. <laughs> what? And you can go down there and get your donuts and your coffee from midnight to noon right there at 28th and Walker in Paseo when that's this opens. And I'm like, oh, Lord. So like at 2.30 in the morning when we're sitting in the backyard and we're drunk and want something, we can just stroll three blocks north and just pop into this donut get shop, donuts. get my freaking long john and a cup of coffee. Yeah, because that's exactly what I need after the <laughs> night of drinking and eating two plates of steak fingers at the pump. I need donuts. Oh, I saw those on Instagram. Oh, they were good. He ate, he ate two plates I of them. Two plates I of have them. missed so many pump specials, it's got me hurting. Like, I missed the chicken cordon blue balls. Oh, I, I totally wanted to go get those, oh, and I never went over so there. I hope, they, I hope they continue to do that Man, stuff. Man, I think those steak fingers should be like a regular yeah, menu item on there. Yeah. Who doesn't awesome. want steak fingers? Well, speaking of new stuff, you just made me think that like there are actually a couple of new things we should probably just throw out there if you haven't heard yet. Goro Ramen just opened oh, in the yep. plaza. Haven't been there yet. Right next to the, the mule. pictures, it already looks like it's a killer. Yeah. Um, something else I was just thinking about opened. Oh, I think that? Sunnyside Diner is oh, open. Sunnyside. Yeah, Sunnyside. Yep. So uh, now again, we I still haven't been there. Like. <laughs> And we're hopefully getting a diner in this building. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's the hope. Some kind of restaurant concept, but nice diner, like you're saying. I mean, I would love a 24 hour diner. Oh, I would too. Oh, my God. I mean, I would. I don't think that's that would just become the podcast. I really wish I was down there at three in the morning and I just had to walk. you have to walk There's nothing against the Drake, but I think that would be so awesome if in that spot instead it was like this kick-ass 24-hour diner coffee shop kind of, you know, New oh, York City style. Is. Yeah, right where the Drake yeah. is. You know, where you just yeah. sit in there all night and, you we know, need, we, eat your pancakes. I don't remember what the diner was called in Seinfeld, but we need that. I think it's like, just called... Nah, it, has it has a, a name. name. You're right. Uh, Morton's. 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 Something like that. Anyway, somebody will know. Yeah, somebody Somebody can call us and tell us. 
We don't have a number <laughs> or a phone. Yeah. Um, I guess I got a cell phone. I'm also, I've also been fairly aware and only on like sort of the skirts of some of the new, there are additional developments finishing up that people aren't maybe not even aware of. I mean, for one, you've got um, now Sunshine Cleaners. That project's fully underway. I mean, the roof is now on the building, you know, and so there's going to be a restaurant and a brewery and all that stuff in there, which would be amazing. Uh, Revolution Tacos is getting ready to start building out next to Sunnyside. Which is the other? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the right. other HG eighty four yep. project. So, Rachel and Jeff are doing that as well. Uh, I mean, there's just so much stuff going on; it's hard to pay attention to. I got to see inside the Main Street Arcade building, which is on Main Street. It's only like two blocks west or east of Twenty One C. Are they making that an arcade? No. <laughs> What's it going to be? Uh, it's a mix of retail and office space. So it's kind of similar to, to this part of the tower, where the bottom floor like a- is retail. Upper floor is going to be awesome. At least like a row of old arcade games or something. Just cause, I, you know, that was not one of the things I, I joked machine. about across the hall here being a pinball museum. Uh-huh. I felt like that would be really awesome down there. Yeah, that would be more appropriate over there. Street Arcade. But it's another, it was one of the buildings that David Wanzer got prior to the Pivot Project becoming a thing. Yeah. Um, so that's really his deal, but it's another beautiful renovation. I mean, the building was painted like orange at one point, and so they literally like blasted all orange. the paint off of it. Yeah, it's, it's like a safety weird. color. Yeah, it was we or pink or something. Like it was really odd. Huh. Um, but yeah, there's just man, there's so many things going on. It's well, and here in uh, at the end of this month, we are once again participating in 20, uh, 48 hour oh, film. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the other thing that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And this is going to be the <laughs> largest number of teams they've oh ever God. had participate like in Oklahoma 30 City. 30 freaking teams. So 29 teams 29. right now. That is so awesome. 29 yeah. teams. That's so awesome. Uh, we went to the um, that, that meet and greet uh, over at the Paramount, and last year when we were at the meet and greet, there was just there was a small handful of people there, and, and to, just to give you an idea of what the meet and greet is for the 48 hour, that's kind of where, the, you know, if you want to participate, and anybody can participate. You can walk off the street. Anybody can. And just pay them the money to register. And then um, you just have all these people that come in. There's actors and actresses that come in. They bring their headshots. You can talk to them. You can have people that come in that know tech stuff. You know, people that can operate cameras or do sound or just... You get students from OCCC, students from uh, OCU. Ben Halavity, who's the guy who directs the 48-hour film competition. Um, he does... He teaches film. Um, like out in Hera? I think Choctaw, her, her, or Choctaw, somewhere around there. My baby well, we, need to, we need to have him on. We need to bring Ben on. We do need to, yeah. Actually, you know, we need to do that. We need to get those guys in yeah, here. Let's do it. So we were, we hung out with them for that meet and greet, and then a bunch of us went down to Del Mar Gardens. Yeah, that was the first time we got to experience Del Mar Gardens, and it was hopping that night. Actually, yeah. there was there was. Every well, not every food truck, but every food truck spot was filled there. I hate that I'm about to say this again, but I have not been to Del Mar Gardens. Either. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Man, that's cool because it's right across the street from Powerhouse. From Powerhouse, yeah. yeah. Um, but this year's 48-hour film fest. So if you, if you didn't listen to us talk about this last year, you assemble a team and you go to a meeting at seven o'clock on Friday night, July 29th this year, and you will receive a set of details and instructions. And then as soon as you receive those instructions and details, you then have 48 hours to complete a seven-minute or less Fully short complete. film. Cast yep. it, write it, Scripted, film it. Scripted, written, filmed, edited. Edited, mm-hmm. scored, all Turned of that. in. 
and hopefully turned turned in in. without (laughs) getting pulled over by the cops as you're headed there and And causing uh, you to turn it in late. That didn't happen to us, but that happened to somebody else. We had no experience really making film at all, and we're still not experienced filmmakers, but it's an incredibly challenging and rewarding event just to be a part of, even if you're not a great filmmaker. Um, One of the things that kind of dawned on me at this recent meet and greet was there's no reason to even stress out about doing this. There's 30, 30 teams competing. You're not doing this to try to get a job. You're not doing this to try to make money off of having made a film. Literally go in and whatever idea you have, you have absolute freedom to go in just make a seven-minute film, however you want to do it. If it sucks, that's, that's fine. Literally for shits and giggles. It's fine. Completely. Then once the, so the whole process of doing the film in 48 hours is awesome. But then I think on August 7th this year, they're going to have a huge party at the Farmer's Market, and you can go watch all 30 films that they were made. They will show all 30 you know, of people them. People will be drinking, hanging out together. You get to see all the artwork. That's it's like 10 bucks to get in. There's going to be an open bar, and you can sit and watch 30, all 30 of these. 30 locally made short films yeah. that were all made following the same rules in 48 hours. And and here's here's the here's the same rules that every team has to follow. There's three things. Um, they give you a prop, and you have to use this. Every team has to use that prop in it. So like, let's say for instance, uh, last year it was a bracelet. So every single film you had to have a, a bracelet on there somehow. Then there's a line. Last year the line was, do you think you can do it? So every movie had that line in it. And then you have to have, um, you have to use a given character. So last year it was, um, Anya or, Anya or Adam Aller, Vickers. Uh, Anya or Adam Vickers. Uh, and they was, had to be a delivery person. Yeah. So now you'll get those three rules at uh, that meeting on July 29th. And then they send you on your way. And the clock starts ticking. Starts ticking. Um, so we've kind of got a and there's mishmash great teams team competing. put together. There's a, a lot of teams uh, that are headed by some people I met for the first time at Dead Center Film Festival. Dead Center, like uh, Jacob Burns, right? Um, which uh, didn't they do the movie Heartland? Was that the uh, no, no, no? Right? Um, what did they do? That was um, who? Not Heartland. Uh, Jacob Burns. The that two was brothers. the black and white. Um, Ah, crap. That we interviewed. Oh, oh um, it's the, what uh, did they do? Electric Nostalgia. Electric Nostalgia. Electric Nostalgia. Heartland. Jeez. Heartland is the movie that. Uh, Heartland's a movie that Beth. Um, <laughs> I've said memory. her name like a million times. There goes, there goes it's my the, memory. It's the sun. It is the sun. I hate the heat. Sorry. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> so there's a lot of great teams competing. Shane Smith, who was kind of our mentor in it last year, who also works for Dead Center. Um, he's he. I think he and Ben Alavity have done a great job of going around the city and and making people aware of this little film contest that goes on here. And it's not just here. It actually there is a 48 hour film competition somewhere in the world every weekend of the year. Right. It's um, an international deal. It's international. And so this year, we're probably going to have 30 teams competing. You'll be competing all the way from people who are newbies in filmmaking to people who have won awards at Dead Center to you know, local journalists wanting to jump in and make films, um, students oh. from universities all over the city. Left we are, one. I mean, I was going to say that we even picked up a you know, the, a student coming out of high school and getting ready to go into a film program. Oh, yeah. Just talking to his mom one day and was just like, well, he's into videography and going into the film program. I was like, we're about to do this. Like, if he wants to join the Send team. Send him on. 
And at first, I was kind of nervous about it, apparently, but it was just like like you're saying, there's really nothing to be worried what about. What does it matter? Right. You're even not going to screw anything up. Even I was thinking about it in terms of like, oh, no, I need to like, I was thinking about it like I think about some other projects. Like, okay, well, if it's that Friday, then I need to start prepping the week before and do all the stuff. And I stopped and was like, no, actually, I don't. Like, no, everything don't. is supposed to take place because on Friday to Sunday. Hours. That was the other thing that I'd left out, too, is that you also draw your genre. Oh, so the, here, here we, we just got a, I don't know if you guys saw the email on I it. I didn't. No. Um, they're changing the way they do that. Ooh. So in previous years, you would draw a genre, and then you would get the opportunity to redraw if right. you wanted to. And so when you draw, it'll just say comedy. Or, or drama, say, or horror, or, or romance, road trip or movie. Road trip, um, yeah. And then there was one. There was one that you could draw that was western or musical, and that's what it says on your card. You can make a western, or, or you musical. can make a musical. Yeah. What about a western musical? Well, now they're doing that. <laughs> For everything, oh, everything really? is going to be an either or. Uh, and you don't get to, to be, redraw. No, there's going oh. to be section A genres and section B genres, and they're going to randomly pair one from each section. Interesting. And they're going to put it on a card, and they're going to say, "Here's your card," and you get to make one of the two that's on that card. And there is no redrawing this. So year. you can do a rom com or a documentary. Oh, <laughs> The, the, I mean, they got really creative with the genre. Some of them are very specific. Um, and also think of it in terms of if you've ever watched these uh, cooking shows, these cooking contests where they throw like four chefs into a kitchen and then they say, okay, here's your ingredients and now go and make something in one hour. It's almost kind of the same concept. Yeah. All right. So here we go. At the kickoff event, he will be randomly assigned two genres, one from group number one and one from group number two. These will come in a single assignment, A or B. For example, you could get comedy or mystery. Your team decides which one to use for your film. Just let us know when you submit your film which genre you've chosen. For years, we've had everyone's favorite pairing of musical or Western, but now each and every genre will be paired. With this change, the wild card option has been eliminated. Your film must be true to one of the genres you have selected, or both. Or both. Group A, action adventure. Collect all both. Comedy, <laughs> coming of age, dark comedy, drama, fantasy, film de femme, holiday film, horror, musical, road movie, romance, sci-fi, silent film, Ooh. or western. <laughs> I will Group Real quick, if you get the silent film <laughs> category, are you excused from the dialogue, or I guess you have to subtitle the you'd dialogue? Have to, you'd have to just put a subtitle or a card on. Just like, just like the old days, you'd throw up the dialogue the card. Yeah. All right, group two, and there's the first one, that. and group two is adventure serial. What is that? Adventure serial? Serial. S-E-R-I-A-L. Adventure my, serial. My thought is that something along the lines of, I mean, serial implies more than one. Yeah. So it implies like an installment of an adventure story. Okay. Which seems like a very obscure. Yeah. Like, like, like every, every, you do like a, a three installment. It's like each installment is two minutes long. And then it goes that on. That could be a really cool way to do <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, like a, tri like your own trilogy. You yeah. do a trilogy. trilogy <laughs> each part's two minutes the... long. <laughs> but I think group two has some of my favorites in it. It starts with that adventure serial, animal film, buddy film, detective cop. Fable, Ooh. family film, fish out of water, martial arts. Fish out of water. Fish out of water, Something. martial arts, mystery, period piece, slapstick, sports film, superhero, time travel, <gasps> war, anti-war film. Time travel? Yeah. If we, if we don't draw time travel, um, I'm dropping out of the contest. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> that would be. I would love to get a time travel movie. Uh, I would love to do a time travel movie. Time travel silent film. Time travel <laughs> silent time that's, travel. That's, well, what, you know, I, that's actually, what I want to do this that, year. My, uh, that zombie movie that I had tried to do a while <laughs> back, that was a time travel movie. That was a. And it would have been sort of silent. That, film that was. That have been. It kind of. Well, it was. Yeah. The. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it actually would have been because it was the Chris Marker Lajete style filmmaking. Right. Um, it, because I had that soundtrack with like Arvo Part in it, and right. uh, um, oh, if we get time travel, we could we could totally resurrect that that idea if we got time travel, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, the Forty Hour Film Festival. Is I guess that's out. a no. July 29th through <laughs> July 31st, and then the viewing, I believe, occurs on August 7th. So have yep. they already closed submissions? There's um, there's one spot there's, left right now. There's one spot left, and this as we're speaking right now. So by the time this episode comes out, it could be taken, which would be tomorrow. Yeah. So <laughs> the number 30 team. Um, but even if it is taken, um, come watch these things yeah. when they and then yeah. and participate next year. Find out who's involved in making them and go join a team. There's go nothing that stops team. you from joining a team that's, that's already in. Right. You can actually still try to go and find somebody and join their team. I mean, if you want to come hang out with us while well, we do ours, I've got yeah. no problem so with even that. Though, even though registration might be closed, it doesn't mean you can't participate. Just track someone down. Call Ben. And see, just go to the website. Yeah, you can yeah. Submit your information on there. You can shop teams. Actually, on the website, can, I think there actually is supposed to be a link where, if you want, you can go on there and maybe post a call for additional team members, or somebody can go say. Well, hey, I'm team available. leads get to receive an email with a login for part of the site that includes all the information submitted by people who would like to be part of a film. Oh, okay. Cool. So you can go in and there shop yep. volunteers. There you go. So then you could probably still go and submit if you want to be part of a film to that site. That's probably still open. What's that? People could go and submit saying, hey, I'm an actor. I want to do this. Yes, so absolutely. Yep. Yes. And, and you can you'd be that. accessible to the team. I mean, up, I believe up that's until correct. Friday the 29th, we will. I mean, um, you know, last year we chose our actress at like 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. on Friday night. Wait, really? Yeah. That's when we contacted Kayla McDaniels. To say, do you oh, want to be the, the lead right. actress in our film? Yeah, and she said, okay. no one's picked me yet. She goes, really? what time do you want me there? I said, be us uh, here at 8 in the morning. So, yeah, we walked out of that meeting with, like, 20 headshots. I mean, that was it felt almost like there were so many people there at that meet and greet that felt like speed That was the largest meet and greet, too. So, I mean, this is... We this would just sit there, and these actors would just come by, and they're like, hey, I'm so-and-so, and it was just the sort of same scripted thing. It's like, you know, have you ever done 48 Hour before? What stuff have you done? And right. it was... And then they would leave you the headshot, and then somebody else would come in, and you'd have the same exact conversation over and over again for like two hours. Speed dating. Yeah, it was it was literally like speed dating. That's why I ended up having like four shots of Maker's Mark in an hour. <laughs> you did. I did. Or did I? <laughs> Maybe I did it's drink like what I did last night. I think I drank half a bottle of Maker's Mark last night uh, before I went to the pump and ate those two say, plates of chicken fingers. I would say that is consistent with your social media posting from last uh, night. Yeah, so. did you, yeah, you saw that too? Yeah. <laughs> In case you don't follow Aaron on any social media <laughs> platforms, it's pretty easy to tell when he's out having a good time. Um, he'll I tell you out, where he is. Well, at one he'll point in time, we were, come. we were sitting in our in our backyard, and I was scrolling through his post. And I was like, I was like, okay, you should delete this one. Um, you can go ahead and edit this one because <laughs> yeah, some of them were yeah. But you know, then again, and also under the That's same my, mind. That's my of, favorite time to post on Facebook yeah, is when I'm shit. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't make any difference. I mean, with all the crap that you see on social media anyway, yeah, it's almost it's almost kind of refreshing to see a drunk person get on there and post 80 times. Well, because it's so much better than 
there's people that I see on social media that the only thing that ever gets that they ever post is a reposting of some meme or something they didn't write. I'm like, why don't you tell me what are you doing? <laughs> like, right. what are you? What do you think? Have you read a book lately? Like, what? Well, I think they're pretty obviously the telling you what I, they're doing. I, they're hanging out on social media. <laughs> they well, don't have to. I don't have to tell you what they're doing. <laughs> so, but <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, and it's going to keep going and going. Go, and yeah, going. and I'm sure we've so we didn't. Uh, we didn't inform you guys that we weren't doing a July Fourth episode, but we were taking some downtime. Because uh, everything's yeah. about to ramp up again. Yeah, it just kind of happened. <laughs> yeah, it really did. <laughs> it was like, ah, uh, yeah, hey, it's 4th of July. That's a good excuse. <laughs> well, and then um, I, I officiated my third wedding um, yeah. in the middle of June, and uh, Stephen live-streamed it. Oh, that's right. Yes. So, so we had a, a MHM live-streamed wedding yep. uh, back in the middle of June, and that was over at uh, the IAO Gallery on Film Row. So that was that was really cool. And that... Um, I got a response from her dad um, about that, and he said that was some of the most well-spent money <laughs> yeah. that wow. we could have done in in terms of that uh, live it was, streaming. It was awesome. I was, uh, mm, I think I was uh, just a random friend's house when when you guys were doing that because I didn't get invited to the wedding. Thanks, <laughs> Melissa. That's right. But you got invited to crash the after party. I didn't get party. invited to crash the after party, but I think I was too fucked up somewhere else to do that. <laughs> But I pulled up the the wedding and it was cool. I was like, yeah, there's there's John up there officiating and yeah. Stephen's streaming this thing and had it had it coming at from two different angles. Yeah, it was cool. Um, well, yeah, it worked out awesome. And now it's uh, automatically up on YouTube and she can go. Yeah, I mean, she's so, already got the whole wedding video. It's not like so she nice, has yeah. to have somebody right. edit it onto a VHS tape and get a couple copies made. I mean, I didn't I didn't put any like fancy slideshow things right. at the beginning or some cheesy music over it, but. But now I already can hear what our audience members out there are thinking right now. Jeez, what do these wafty guys not do? Yeah, right. <laughs> we got it all. Uh, I might start a church sometime soon. So if you guys need yeah. spiritual guidance, I can uh, help you out there. Actually, I'm into that because if, <laughs> if you meet here regularly on a given day with a congregation, you can become a church and then we can go tax exempt. <laughs> we already got one in the same building. The, the church of the same building. The, the okay. church of wafty. Yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like to hear. Yes, yeah, so if that sounds like a good idea to you, let us know. Info at waftyshow.com. You can email us your thoughts about that. Yeah. We're prayer is there something you, or, Hey, is there something you guys want us to check out? Something you want us to yeah. do? Like, you know, yeah, somebody told us about 40 hour an hour film, and we decided the best way to learn about 40 hour film was to join to it. To do it. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's another podcast I, I listened to for a while, and now I can't remember the name of it because it's been so long since I listened to it. Um, but their whole thing was, tell us one of the things you want us to experience. Like one of their like one of my that. favorite ones was like they went and became full members of the Church of Scientology. There you go for people because they wanted to know they what was it actually like to go in there and do that. Wasn't there? A, a, Not isn't that there I'm advocating a, this too much, but there's right. a Comedy Central show that's like that, where the guy would go out and experience things. And then come back and report on them. Uh, yeah, I like this. If there's something you think we should check, and, and within reason. I mean, I'm not gonna yeah, go honestly, out there's, and there's so much stuff happening and opening and doing that like it's hard to even decide. Even if it's something we've mentioned, and you're like, hey, you know what? We want a full report on Sunnyside Diner. Okay, great. We'll go have some coffee and eggs Benedict. We still need you. to go to iFly. Oh, oh my yeah, god, I, 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 I did. We still so, haven't done the the mm, the little chamber you put yourself in and. It's oh, uh, the float, the float. sensory deprivation. Man. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you have an idea, do that. And 
on the flip side of that, help us. You can help us do that. If you go to the help website, us help you. I'm, I'm going to plug here because if you go to the website, you can go to mostlyharmless.media. Um, and that's real fine. That's the home for all of our podcasts. We've got lofty and intersections in the bubble and a couple more getting ready to launch later this year. So stay yep. tuned for that. MHM grows. We're working on them. They're in development. Going to start recording later this month. Um, but anyways, there's a tab at the top that says support us. And there are a couple options. And if you keep checking back there, we're going to continue to grow those options. But the one we're really after the most, um, we've talked about this as a group a couple times and everybody seems to be in agreement, um, is, is the idea of memberships. It's you guys that are listening to this stuff. Why you listen to it, I don't necessarily know, um, but that's all right. You, you seem to enjoy it. Great. Um, and so by becoming a member, what that basically is, is you can decide to contribute whatever you want as a recurring monthly donation. So it can be five bucks. It can be 10 bucks. It can be a hundred bucks. Heck, go crazy. Give us 50 grand a month. I don't care. <laughs> a month. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hank, I'll That'd pay like I'll one to, on the sweepstakes. I'll have to pay some more fees to the processor for that. But you know, Hey, we'll deal with that. We don't, you don't worry about that. <laughs> Um, and another thing you can do on there as for example, the bubble, uh, you can sponsor a bottle of champagne for them, in which case you'll get a couple of different options. It's all listed there on the site. But the point is we do this for fun. It's not a job. Um, but it's not also free. Um, even going out to these things or even being in this facility, you know, there's always some kind of a cost web hosting, all that kind of jazz. So we would love to be able to say that all of our shows are listener supported. Um, which would, would require cool. more listeners supporting us through that membership option. Um, we do have some plans in the very near future for some very special members only things. Um, we're still debating a few of them, so I don't want to promise anything. So here, members only jackets, members, yeah. members only jackets. Oh my God. Yeah. Wafty show members only jackets, <laughs> mostly harmless members only. Yeah. That's, well, that's, that's a good one. That we've really, have, have we ever mentioned anything about mostly harmless on this show before or told people what that is? Have we officially I said that that even happened. Thought so, did but we? honestly, I've been so lost. Give them a, just know. a quick idea. So, of mostly what it is. harmless media is basically an umbrella. Uh, it's a it's a media company that I formed to house these endeavors of the podcasts, um, the future podcast, and to be honest, there's there's a lot more in the works for mostly harmless that I can't even go into right now because it's in the works. Um, but things like the live stream of that wedding, like if you go to the mostly harmless YouTube channel, you'll see the weird conglomeration of live streamed events up there from weddings to, uh, weird DJ nights at sauce bicycle races. to bicycle yeah. pro-am races. Um, and the idea is that it mostly harmless is a modern day media outlet. It's, it's embracing new media, things like Facebook live, YouTube, live streaming, podcasting on demand video series. It's the stuff that. It's kind of all-encompassing. It is all-encompassing, and it's kind of open-ended. It's not meant... I didn't really have a complete vision roadmap for it going right. all the way out, but... So it'll also soon be home to some other content, hopefully. Um, I've actually talked to a few through our travels through Dead Center and various things like 48 Hour. I've talked to a few local filmmakers about even just hosting it as a place where you can go and find... Hey, what's this tab that says films? Right. And here's a here's a way for you to quickly find links where you can watch films made in Oklahoma online, or you can. So it's not even just about content we produce here in the studio or anything like that. It's it's just it's an overarching sort of entity to be so you know you can go there and find that stuff. Um, so if you have an idea too, at the same time, feel free. You can email info uh, at mostlyharmless.media. 
that'll come to me. And if you have an idea for a show or whatever, we can talk to, talk to you about it and figure out how to make it happen. Cause the goal is we have a lot of great talent and stuff happening in Oklahoma city and we want to get it out there, whether that's a podcast or a right. blog or a YouTube series, or you do this cool thing and you'd really love for it to be live streamed so that other people can see it. Um, even if it's, even if it's a private event like that wedding, I mean, we did that as a job. It was a paid deal, but you know, we didn't, it wasn't like your typical thing where we're charging you thousands and thousands of dollars for something that shouldn't cost you thousands and thousands right. of dollars. Like very practical about the technology being used and how it's being used. So that's kind of a rambly little explanation of mostly harmless. But, uh, but going back to what you were talking about before that, yeah, please, uh, uh, support us. Yeah, consider supporting us um, and become aware of some really cool things we're going to be working on here in the very near future, especially as um, our home here at the Tower Studio has kind of it's kind of leveled out. It's I've gotten I've gotten it pretty much operational. There's still some It cleans up very nicely. We got artwork on the wall from yeah. Chad Mount and Jack Fowler. Yep, and I've already got my eye. I already know who my next local artist is I want to buy from. Um, so I've got to go. It is a her. I'll give you that much of a hint, but you mean a she? A she. <laughs> a lady. I have a um, guess. I'm afraid that her art's going to be way too expensive for me, though, but I think uh, maybe I can work something out. And then, of course, the, the tower is going to be opening up next month, uh, in about a month. Yes. Hopefully. With JB. JB yeah. will be here. I really don't remember the date. It's August 13th? August 13th. Yeah. Eighteenth in August? August 10th. I, <laughs> I think, think it's, it's August 13th. Yeah, I think it's August 13th. Um, um, I'm going to double check Facebook right now, so we're not bad. His uh, party for the release of um, Black Future, his new album. We really need to have a party across the hall. Uh, we've There's been some discussion about that, but since that space, about that. that space may be under some sort of agreement at this point that might prevent that. That's exciting. Gummy bear factory. (gasps) How did you know? Whoa. Locally made artisanal gummy bears. August 13th. (laughs) August 13th. The tower theaters first show JB Williams artisanal gummy bear, a gummy bear food truck. Well, it's like, I mean, you said joke about that, but like those Epic pops, those pink lemonade with the frozen gummy bears. Oh, those are great. Those were the best thing I've ever had. I was so mad they were at Wheeler on the opening night and they sold out of them, of that one. They had, I ended up having a chocolate banana popsicle, which was Ooh, awesome. Isn't that one of the awesome. snow cone trucks that just offers an extra scoop of gummy bears on top of your snow cone? Maybe. Uh, if there's not, there is, is now. I think snow s'mores might do but it. Have you guys had a, a snow cone from um, Yeti snow cones? I haven't yet. yet. Where is Yeti snow um, So, you He's know, when the- appearing at the farmer's market. So, the, you know, oh, the, the truck- yeah, and so the farmers market, you know, when that sets up, but there's you know there's somebody that sets up the little petting zoo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's those guys own it. So oh, any, nice. so wherever they are with their petting zoo, they yeah. also have yeah these snow cones. Um, and and I love those Katie Bugs and I love Snow S'more, but um, I, Yeti stupid. is kind of like it reminds me of like the snow cones that I grew up on, like from the old fashioned snow cone stands, you know. And it's just lots of sugar, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, and that is one that, you know, if they're uh, around when you see them, check out Yeti. They're, oh, I love those snow cones. Anyway. <laughs> that so, tangent. yeah, I mean, so we just kind of updated you. There's a bunch of stuff going on. Please help us stay informed. Um, yeah. We don't, I don't know if this is still in our outdoor or not, but, you know, you can always find us on social media at Wafty Show. Um, follow Mostly Harmless at MH Media OKC on Twitter. Um, 
I do not have an Instagram for that just because I don't, we don't have, when we have an army of social media staff mm-hmm. one day, we'll, we'll man all of those. But yeah. now, Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but check yeah, so the, stay tuned and check out, check out the bubble ladies. Yeah. And check Listen, out intersections. Brett has yeah. been absolutely killing it with yeah. his, yeah. His, his most his recent episode ladies. with Jack Fowler is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you're a fan of tumbleweeds all the way down and podcast, you need to hear Brett interview Jack. Um, yeah, and then stay tuned for more. We're going to be bringing you some great, great content. All and right. I do highly recommend this anthem. Okay. I do and actually, I highly right. recommend that Clementine Saison from Battered Board. It's really um, doing so. wonders as uh, doing some hair of the dog on this Maker's Market. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm absolutely wrong because I, I got. I thought when I first saw this that it was like a modification of their power pills, like okay it's like not man 5.5 percent yeah but it's not it's 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 a yeah, this say sun is a 6.3 look at that and if you guys are familiar but it, although this says oklahoma city but i, I thought better you know, one of the, another Edmonds. event that we didn't even participate in was the the craft beer festival we didn't even go to that oh, well yeah. that was the same night as um the blues the fest. blues fest when we were hanging oh, out that's right yeah with uh oh, what was his name the blues singer that we interviewed. I just totally <laughs> forgot his name. Man. Oh, that's Little Joe McClellan. Little Joe McLaren. Little Joe McLaren. 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 All right. It came to me. I got it back. Which is still our most recent episode. Yeah. That's <laughs> Unbelievably. Bad. All right. It's not bad. We <laughs> needed a break. Sorry, sorry we missed you guys on 4th of July, but you know, it yeah. was 4th of July. It's hot. Sure. You guys stay cool out there. Buy yourself a box of Bomb Pops. Go sit by a pool. Drink some beers. Yep. And uh, we'll keep coming at you. More time, more good times coming. Woo! You've been listening to the Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song "Cement Truck" off the album "Between Heaven and Jonestown," recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's, Kurt's awesome. That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. We'll see you next week. Yes. Yeah.